0: candy beats welcome back to the bench talk podcast bench mob here with you i'm christian joined by anthony what's up ben hello and brady how we doing first of all before we get started in school were you guys like when they would call your names were you like present
1: or were you just like here and then get it over with
2: definitely a here I guy
1: yeah i'm a here guy as well
2: yeah just here no, nobody I wanted, just be, like, wanted to get over with yeah 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 just want to get through. Uh, let's get through this class already
1: All right.
0: well let's get to the podcast Alright, so we got some changes coming to the show If you listen to this podcast on SoundCloud Then there are some changes going to be making there Because SoundCloud have their policies and their their way of doing it We're changing over to only Apple Podcast, Spotify, and YouTube So we're still very available for you guys on those big platforms Um, So let's get into the show the NFL, NFL Yeah, some great NFL talk to be had here. A great wild card weekend. And well what games do you guys want to start off
1: with? Oh start off the first game of the weekend, aka the best game. Bills vs Colts. My Bills pulled through. <laughs> close though. It, it was close. You know what though? Hey, Colts are still a good team. Like it there are no team to laugh at. But. Were you sweating a little bit? Oh yeah buddy the whole the whole friggin last couple minutes of the game all i'm thinking about is uh the hail murray play i'm like please not again. <laughs> please don't do this to me again don't make me don't give me this. You
2: suffered enough eh? <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> like the bills weren't please. making it easy on themselves no well neither were the refs uh <laughs> people don't know there was a call near the end of the game that i could be a bit biased here but i personally think the player was down it was not down and it was indeed a fumble, and a turnover. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I think it was pretty clear that he he had lifted
3: his knee, but yeah. It, it, I, uh, we can't tell what the refs were discussing about in Buffalo. So right, and uh,
2: yeah,
3: I might have to send him a
0: pair of glasses so he can <laughs> see this. properly, like, you know, who like doesn't Jesus. need a pair of glasses? Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs. The connection, okay. man. I love watching that connection.
1: Buddy, they were mucking on Sunday. They were playing phenomenal. Josh Allen, the first touchdown, man. That was just insane. I can't believe he pulled that off. Uh, it was a quarterback designed run. He ran into his two of his O-linemen, bounced off of them, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to just pass the ball now. This guy Kobe's a pass down to Dawson Knox, who's wide open. Like, I can't believe he not a not a defender in sight there yeah oh it was run all the way i don't even think that was scripted no no way
2: definitely wasn't
1: <laughs> no way it you was just
2: tell by the look of it
1: but uh yeah i'm proud of the the bills first playoff win since 96 um which we made the afc championship that year i'm pretty sure a
2: little uh forecasting
1: well, maybe. Oh, maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, still thinking I have a bill. Fan, do you want to see Josh Allen go through tables that are on fire like he
1: said he would? Oh, buddy, of course I do. Like, if if let's let's say we win the Super Bowl, I'm expecting a table to be smashed for every player on that freaking roster. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, the whole uh, in, even in, the, uh, Tyler Bass. Oh, buddy, Tyler Bass is. This guy's probably going to be kicking a table. He'll probably punt a table to Josh (laughs) Allen or something. (laughs)
0: All right, so good win for the Bills there. Certainly. Um, Rams and Seahawks. We saw a couple different quarterbacks play for the Rams. Wolford started off the game, got hurt. Goff comes in, and I don't know if it's you guys, but looked he looked hurt, but he still
1: played well. Yeah, you you got to hand it to him. Con- like, man, I saw he was sitting on the bench, and I saw him looking at his thumbs, and the thumb that was, like, messed up was fucking massive. Like, <laughs> like the fact this guy was even like, able to hold on to the ball was, like, amazing in my opinion. Uh, but I think well, he, played. he played good. You got to think of all the adrenaline
3: that's pumping through him and or other... Things. <laughs> oh, you definitely. Yeah. Uh, you I have to do some Dr. America keeping Yeah, definitely. definitely. Big game for Cam, Cam Akers. Big game for Cam Akers. Exactly.
0: 28 Cam carries, Acres. 131 yards. A lot of work for him.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: uh, I think the main I think the main part of that game was the Rams defense, though. Yes. And what they did to Russell Wilson.
1: Oh, yeah. They gave him a hard time. Russ was not cooking. I'll tell you that for free. That is correct.
2: <laughs> Got that uh, one wrong. Only 174 passing yards. He was sacked five times. And a pick six as well. That's uh, true.
1: I mean, uh, personally, I think... I don't think that pick six, was, pick six was necessarily Russ's fault. Like, I think the cornerback just read the play. Like, he knew that was happening right from when the ball was snapped. Because was a screen pass, right? Yeah. To K. Uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, Menkaff. Yeah. I think he just made a football play and he read it perfectly. Like, I yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I don't think it was yeah. on Russell Wilson. Darius Williams is very good. The Rams, Steve, really uh, won them that game, I'll tell you. Like, Aaron Donald put it well, until he got hurt. Aaron Donald was uh, a wrecking machine up the middle and... Jalen Ramsey kept, held oh, I wouldn't say held DK Metcalf but he certainly contained him he did catch, when, catch when Ramsey was lined up against DK
3: DK got 3 catches for 33 yards yeah see the thing is about like
0: Jalen Ramsey is he doesn't always have the number 1 receiver on him he plays on one side and then whatever side that receiver happens to be on or whatever receiver happens to be on that side he's covering so it's not he's on a DK the whole entire game it's always his left hand
1: side that he's on. Yeah. Oh, really? I I thought he usually shadowed, uh, like whatever, whoever their wide receiver one was. Like if they're playing perimeter, obviously he doesn't play in the slot too much, but.
0: Yeah. and he, any he'll he'll be seeing some of Javante Adams next week, which we will get to later. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, uh, I'll be entertaining. Yeah, yes, that will be a very good game. Very. Uh, the Buccaneers defeated the Washington Football Team. And we got to give a round of applause to, still don't know how to pronounce the name, Taylor Henneke? I'm
1: like, Heineke Henneke?
2: Uh,
1: I usually just. Close enough.
2: Haneke.
1: In my head, I always just read it as Heineken, you know, uh, but. No sponsor. Yeah, no sponsor. Not, Hashtag not sponsored. Uh,
0: 360 yards, passing touchdown, rushing touchdown for uh, Taylor. Okay. Uh. <laughs>
3: He played well, but I mean, go ahead, Brady. Not much more you can ask from a guy like him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were especially
2: on offense. Not many weapons for him. Yeah, Cam Sims uh, being
3: the most targeted.
2: He stepped up. He played well.
1: Yeah,
2: but uh, really. When you look at their receivers, I I mean, Logan Thomas has had a good year and McLaurin, but other than that, uh, I mean, Antonio Gibson definitely uh, needs some more.
1: Antonio Gibson's been a great running back for Washington this year as well. That's true. So the offense offense isn't like, I'd say the reason it's been limited all year is mostly because of quarterback play. Uh, I think if they get an actual quarterback, they'd probably be much better team. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I suspect Unless they probably will in the offseason.
3: Heineke. Ugh. Is, he, is he the future?
0: <laughs> I don't I don't think no so. Yeah. At the end of the day, they've got to be a better team. Somewhere.
2: Yeah.
0: And they will go home, and the books will face the Saints next weekend. Saints. Brady versus Breeze.
1: Battle of the geezers. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> Ravens-Titans was the first game on Sunday. Ravens come out came out on top Do you guys enjoy that game?
2: Uh, it was one of the better ones of this. Uh, yeah
1: wild card
2: match-ups. I,
1: was, I was mostly surprised about how quiet Derrick Henry was I Don't think I've ever seen him play that Like not be that impactful eight carries for 40 yards yeah that was yeah, the key like,
0: they were shutting down derrick henry and people said could have it happened it did happen and ryan Tannehill sort of had to do too much because yeah. of that
1: lamar had a great game too he had i think it was like a 60 yard touchdown run something like yeah that. he had 136 rushing yards he's actually one of six games for a quarterback to have over 100 rushing yards and Lamar Jackson owns two of those games and the only other quarterback with 200-yard rushing yards uh, was Colin Kaepernick for the uh, 49ers. Really? Yeah, a little throwback right there. Man, Colin Kaepernick. I'm not sure who the other two guys were. I didn't look that deep into it, but yeah,
3: making history, I guess. I think it was just an overall pretty solid game for the Ravens' defense. Yeah. containing Derrick Henry is a thing in its own. Not, no one yeah. has done it this year, really, so... This is a fun game to watch.
2: Yeah. Battle of the Rounds, i tell you that. As a Bills fan, does this defense worry you, uh, Anthony?
1: Uh, well, I was going to touch on it when we talked about the game later on, but if there's a snowball this weekend, I think the Bills are not going to do well they're not going to be matched up well because Bills have no run game and we lost one of our starting running backs like I feel like I I feel like Josh Allen can beat that defense in the, in the passing game with Diggs and Cole Beasley but I don't think the run game is going to do that well even in good weather <laughs>
0: All right and we will see that game and we'll preview it a bit later in the episode. Uh Saints and Bears I really have nothing to say about this game. Boring.
3: Did you to say the least Did you guys watch the
0: Nickelodeon? Yeah, it was
2: hard version? to watch the Nickelodeon broadcast.
1: Uh, definitely did not. <laughs> Well, he was nickelodeon mvp uh, yeah, he was. although although that might have been
2: how did they decide that
1: i think it was a vote <laughs> yeah wasn't it a, a poll yeah i bet you it was just a bunch of people just doing it for fun those, those graphics cool. of
3: the of the goo coming onto the field might have been the most interesting part of that game for me so uh, yeah
1: <laughs> maybe yeah.
2: and then or and when then they have... put like the goofy eyes on uh different players yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh and what a joke have, like, the, you have, like, young young Sheldon explaining what, what a holding call is. Did you see that? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, safe to say uh, oh, yeah. it's not for us.
3: It's for the kids. But uh
2: yeah.
0: w-
3: won't be watching that again. And the and the outcome of the game was basically what people expected, Saints to win. Oh, yeah. Saints won
0: 21-9, and that's and Mitch Trubisky. 199 passing yards.
3: I mean, he's Mitch Trubisky. I...
1: Yeah, Yeah. Not that
3: great. Quick, like, quick side note here. Now that we're talking about the Bears, Matt Nagy's coming back next year. What uh, what do you guys think about that? I think for
0: sure he should be coming back. I think they had, obviously, a quarterback issue this year, and it's hard to win without a legit quarterback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They made the playoff.
1: Yeah, uh, I like Matt Nagy. I don't think he's done a bad job. He made, I mean, he won the division with Mitch Trubisky and he's made playoffs he's only missed playoffs one year now so he's two for three and i don't think the offensive struggles are his fault necessarily i mean you get a competent quarterback and that offense is going to be much better
2: yeah i think i think we all agree that uh we have to see how good they are once they get a better quarterback and then if they still seem to struggle maybe they look for someone else
1: or do they go into the draft
2: maybe oh I think they will I think they after yeah that's definitely a few good I don't ones. think you're gonna be able to get a, a Deshaun Watson into Chicago or uh, I don't know I'm not uh, sure what maybe. quarterback exactly maybe maybe
3: uh, I think the draft would probably be the best route for them. This
1: if it doesn't work out, but the because problem is, is they they have a defense that's like a, they win now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. And they have a great running back in David Montgomery. And uh, Allen Robinson is a free agent this off season. But I fe- I yeah I think that if they get a quarterback he likes, he'll be willing to resign man they gotta get him a quarterback someone has to yeah.
0: he's the most underrated receiver in the league that constantly has fantastic seasons with Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky as yeah, his quarterback I,
1: I, I'm not sure why he chose to go to Chicago because he, he went there in free agency right? or did he get traded? I don't remember oh it was yeah, probably free agency him.
0: yeah Um, let's move on to the I think the game we're gonna talk about the most, and that is the yes. Browns, forty-eight Steelers, thirty-seven. I mean, it didn't feel that close. All
2: uh, those Steelers. It, right it wasn't sure that I'm close. Happy. No, it
1: wasn't. Yeah. Uh, uh the Browns had their way with the Steelers. Like it was I mean, even. It wasn't even close. It all starts with
3: the cockiness. Everyone saw what Juju said about the Browns. That fires the Browns up. It also doesn't yeah. help that the I think was it the Steelers' first drive where fumble six six first for the Browns? play, yeah, yeah. Snap
0: over yeah. the head of Rolfberger,
1: touchdown Browns. Exactly. I mean, when That's when not when you a, watch when you watch that play like like there's no like urgency from Big Ben or James Conner to get that ball. Like I don't know what they're doing, man. Like it looks like they're like staring at each
2: other. Like, do you want to pick the
1: ball up or, like, it was so bad.
2: Yeah, it really looked like the Steelers did not come to play in that game at all. Nothing, no, their defense, their offense, everything. It just for the first half, uh, even into the second half, it just there was no. It, it wasn't the Steelers that we saw through the first eleven games. It's been the team that lost to. Uh, the Bengals and uh, some of those weaker teams. Uh, no one expected this, though. 28 nothing to start the game.
1: Yeah. I, it's just, like, they're doing it to themselves, man. Like, when players see the Steelers player just absolutely, like, shit-talking them, like, before the game even starts, like, dr- throughout the whole week you don't think that puts and even after the game yeah
3: to oh, be wow. honest yeah. they look like clowns oh, yeah. through, they like, do. Th- through the game the Steelers are, are still losing by a bunch and Juju's still doing dances on the field right
1: before they run a play it, it just it doesn't and, make sense and to me man oh. the Steelers are the they're the loudest franchise in the league in my opinion besides Dallas maybe and they're probably the most underachieving franchise in the past 10 years just, like just to point this out, the Steelers have three playoff wins in the last ten years. The quarterbacks they beat, they beat AJ McCarron, Alex Smith, and Matt Moore. Like they have no significant, <sighs> no significant playoff wins in the last 10 years. And like think about the rosters they've had. Like they had the the triplets with Lev Bell and Antonio Brown for for Angus for about four years. They had that that trio. And they've had great defenses. They wasted a year of this defense this year. Like, uh, that Steelers defense was great, but like, they're just so, so noisy and like, like they they don't help themselves. <laughs> like, be quiet, oh. stay humble, and you can be noisy once you actually win something significant.
3: Exactly. Like, what do you, uh, for me at least, like, this whole Juju thing where, what he said about the Browns. If he had not said that, that loss, I, I, like, they started off 11-0, right? So they looked like they were the best team at the time. And then they right. they fell off a bit. But him saying that about the Browns makes a loss that much worse. Like, had he not said that, it would have been, okay, they lost to the Browns. Browns played a lot better. But now they just look, they just, they, like, they, they look like a bunch of idiots.
2: I mean, Even Claypool after the game though saying uh on was it on TikTok? It was on TikTok. Was it on TikTok? It was like, oh my god. Right. yeah, yeah.
1: He
2: and a... he says uh oh they're gonna get clapped next week anyways. Yeah. He just like handed it's... to you a whooping in, the, in this past game, and you say something like that.
3: It, that that makes them look worse
1: if if the Browns get clapped. I hope I hope he knows yeah. that and also juju was asked about his browns comments early in the week after the loss and he was like oh i still stand by what i said they're still the browns like buddy you just got fucking shit kicked like you have no right to say anything like be humble and say you know what they they beat us we weren't ready like stop me like stop being such an arrogant idiot like so annoying yeah yeah, uh, I think
2: they must be the most hated team. Uh, maybe not. The Cowboys know, the are so pretty hated. Yeah, for, but... Uh, quite a bit. Steelers got to be there right now, especially with all the talking they've been doing.
0: It's really just Juju and Claypool, though. And Claypool's our guy. We're Canadian. That's, That's guy. true.
3: But they got to stop talking.
2: Man, I think
1: if Claypool's Claypool ruined by Juju, I'm going to be so mad. That's
3: what I was saying. It's, it's Claypool's rookie year. Like fell under juju's wing sort of thing
1: yeah and i don't think that's that was good for him did, did you also oh. see juju uh like in the fourth quarter before a snap was doing the corvette corvette dance
2: when he's yeah like brady mentioned that yeah uh it, it really doesn't look good when you're losing especially i just want to know yeah. why no, exactly. Like yeah. I, I'd,
3: I'd love to be inside that guy's and, head and just yeah. get to know why he did that. It makes no sense. Is it bigger
0: than football? Is it like
3: he's trying to like get more like
0: followers is,
1: rather than competing? Know. Yeah, a clout. Another, another person we need to put this loss on is Mike Tomlin. Like Mike Tomlin needs
2: to pull some of his players by the the ear and tell them to shut up. Like, yeah, you would have thought he would have cracked down on. Uh, Juju after they had lost a few games and he was still dancing on logos I thought I thought uh, when Juju said he was done dancing on logos that would be kind of enough especially because we're getting into the playoffs and it's serious and uh, like it's all business right I thought he, Tomlin would have had them all focused and I set on the major goal and uh, clearly it wasn't like that yeah.
3: Like so I it's... I get the whole thing where like even in the playoffs you're playing a ball a sport you love like have some fun with it but to that point it's yeah yeah I it's can't just, even yeah, explain it because it, it doesn't
1: that. make sense to me. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> and like uh, as a fan it makes you think like they're not like the these players aren't appreciative of what they have. Uh, like I don't know it's just so annoying. To, just to watch that's a good point point. and anyways moving on from that yes uh, what are we thinking so are we big ben in big ben out is he the quarterback next year
0: <sighs> he's the quarterback if he wants to be the quarterback i don't know i i, I want to be the quarterback i think he might i think he's retiring that's my guess
2: especially with that ex- with uh uh, Pouncy at, at the end of the game. Yeah, anyone else see that?
0: Yeah. Or it just oh, yeah.
2: seemed like he. Had, it kind of felt like Big Ben has just given it all, and that w- mm. that was kind of the last draw this yeah. year. And uh,
3: I I mean, because uh, the way I see, it, I don't think it gets any better for the Steelers
1: than this year no. from here on out. I, I think with uh, with with him maybe, but. I think they'll probably go and draft a quarterback and maybe he'll play next year, sit behind him. Uh, and Big Ben will just play like a a uh, leadership role.
2: I think he'll be back next year. I think he's done. I think he's on to announce his retirement. I agree.
3: I think it's time.
2: I don't think he cares to mentor uh, the next quarterback. Uh, he wants to compete, and I think he knows – that that window is sort of closed, which is scary to say for a team that was 11-0 and to start the year. Uh, it just doesn't defense. feel like... Exactly. One, a top five defense in the league. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's hard to believe that it just doesn't feel like they can win with Ben Roethlisberger there, and I don't think Ben Roethlisberger wants to invest any more of his because there was already talk about him a couple of years ago retiring and he got hurt and i just i don't see him sticking around any longer yeah
1: and it's not like he's been known to have like a great off-season workout like tom brady or drew Brees. like he's you know like in the off-season he hasn't really trained too much from what i hear all right i mean he's
0: uh yeah, okay so three of us think he's out Anto you think he's gonna play one more year
1: I think so I, I feel like he he's got some pride to get back and I, I don't know just to end your career on that embarrassment uh, and I think he's a guy who's got a lot of pride with him I think he'll play one more year
0: alright we well, we will see let's look forward to uh, to next week Shall we? Rams. Oh yes. Rams, Packer. Saturday at 4:30. It's gonna be a good one, Ben.
2: Oh, uh, and unfortunately, I'm working that day, so I'm not gonna be able to watch it. But that uh, yeah, which really hurts.
3: One of the uh, best offenses against one of the best defenses.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a very interesting game to watch. Uh, if. If the Rams play like they did last week defensively and Goff uh, maybe heals up, the Rams are a scary team. But the the Packers, uh, they've had a week's rest. They're healthy. Uh, they I'm expecting them to start off the game very strong, like they've done throughout the season. Have you have you guys seen that
3: one of the starting O linemen for the Packers this week played for the Colts last week?
2: I saw that yeah.
3: No, I didn't see that. How's that? Yeah, it's uh, crazy. They picked him up. I think I think it's he's the first guy ever to play for two like two teams in the playoffs. Like that. I didn't even know. Hey, I'll get his play. name for you. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what his name is.
2: Is it uh is it Jared Veldeer? Is that the yeah. guy? I think it's Jared I'd Veldeer. I'd have to find it. I'm pretty sure that's it. That kind of it might like it, be. Felt, yeah.
0: that sounds like a good cake, Veldir. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Uh, but I think he like he's a, a massive guy, and, and uh, it just the extra depth on the O line should really help us, especially with the uh, injury. So uh, that's a huge loss. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is, especially facing. Uh, Aaron Donald this week even though Aaron Donald lines up inside most of the time you know uh, but your O-line is a unit and uh, just one piece can force uh, a scramble and people changing positions so we definitely don't want that to happen but I still expect Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams connection to be going next week even even though they're facing Jalen Ramsey and company uh, so uh it will be a very exciting game to watch. I know that much. Yeah. And who are you taking, Ben? Oh, my prediction. Yes. Uh I'm sticking with the Pack attack. <laughs> I don't waver.
0: I am also going the Green Bay Packers. I have them going very far this year. Um I meant Dontae Hamth Aaron Rodgers connection it's unstoppable. It's proven to be unstoppable. Brady would know well. He has he had them both in fantasy football.
3: Those are my boys.
0: With your boys, are they gonna win this week, Brady?
3: Most definitely. Most definitely. Even coming up against a very good defense, Aaron Rodgers is a very smart man. Very great quarterback. He showed that this year. MVP. Um. Yeah, I think the Packers take it. I think it'll be a a very good game, but.
2: I think the Packers win it. I think the key to this game might be getting the running game going. I think, uh, especially with uh, the great corners that we know are on uh, LA Rams, I think that Aaron Jones and uh, Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, whatever time he plays. I think that might be the key to their success is establishing that run game and which looks normally to open up the passing game for them
1: i think it's i think the game's gonna be a lot closer than you guys think it's gonna be uh, i actually think the rams match up pretty well with the green bay packers they have a great run game and the packers defenses defenses achilles heel is is their run defense and if cam Akers shows up like against the seahawks uh they can really run a whole lot on them, and the more they keep Aaron Rodgers and Devonte off the field, the better. And I so think if, a
2: run defense has a been better
1: And I think uh, if any secondary is going to contain Devontae even somewhat, it's going to be the Rams' secondary as well. Like I, I feel like this game could go either way, and I, again, it's going to be based on Jared Goff. You
0: think Jared Goff is the, the main part that makes the decision?
1: Yeah. If Jared Goff is uh, healthier and makes smart decisions, if he plays like you yeah, against Seattle, but uh, he'd probably have to play even better. He can't
2: honestly. play like he did against Seattle. He cannot... He cannot uh, throw... Wait, let me bring it back up again. Uh, He cannot throw 9 for 19 and 155 passing yards and beat the Packers he, he, he has to he, yes he did he did but I don't that's not gonna be enough against the best offense in football and I know everything with the Rams defense uh there but best passing defense the Packers are still don't, the Packers are still don't find a way to score uh, even if it's a bit of a low, more low-scoring game, Jared Goff is still gonna have to put up some better numbers than that. You can't throw under fifty percent and beat the Packers. I don't think. Are too think, good a team. I think
1: he can throw get like have a better stat line. And well, first off, he didn't play the whole game. He missed the. Yes, yeah, sure. He only played three quarters roughly, uh, and yes, that could have team. also
3: hurt his stats as
1: well. You never know. Uh, but he also has another week's rest uh, to recover for his hand injury. I don't know. You never know. Like uh, I can, I can see either team winning this. I, I think it's gonna be a close game.
0: Look, i guy not even making a prediction.
1: Okay, okay, fuck. <laughs> I'll fucking predicting I'll make,
2: a close game.
1: I'll make. Okay, Jesus. I'll make a prediction. I'll, uh, I'll be the the black sheep of the herd here and I'm gonna go Rams third third week in a row buddy they haven't failed well yeah you haven't they haven't failed you that's the thing like you've been yeah, two and
0: oh and we the, and the other weeks we have taken all three of us have taken the other team so uh yeah if third time well it would be the charm because third time's a charm, well you, know? you got the last two correct so it'd be the same but if you're right then the Packers are out but I don't think they will be I don't think I don't think Rogers is going home this week. Uh,
1: uh, it'll be a good game it. no matter what.
0: Yes. Uh, well, speaking of good games, your Bills take on the Ravens.
1: Anthony, go ahead. This one's tough for me. Uh, if it's a snow game, I think the Ravens are taking the win because – the Bills have no run game. It's just horrible. We even we lost one of our starting running backs, and even so, Zach Moss is not a great back. And if we are forced to run the ball and can't pass too well, then the Ravens are going to take this one home because if they can hold Derrick Henry to, what, it was 50 yards? Was that what it was? 40. Yeah, if they can hold Derrick Henry to 40 yards, I don't see how Devin Singletary is going to get more than than 30 yards at best like like, the bills are tough yeah it's the ravens match up very well in a snow game and their run game is very strong and lamar can do a lot on the ground and jk dobbins is getting hot uh at the perfect time of course and our run defense just isn't that it's not that great it's like yeah, if it's a snow game, I'm picking Ravens, and if it's good weather, then Bills are taking the win home. I gotta interrupt real quick because there is some
0: breaking rumors. Uh, we're sitting here today, Wednesday, the thirteenth of January at three p.m., and James Harden rumors to the. Well, it looks like multiple teams are really picking up right now. Uh, so that could be something. By the end of the show, we'll uh, we'll touch back on that.
1: Yeah, I'll see what happens.
0: Uh, which would be huge. But we were talking about the Bills and the Ravens, the- and I want to get your guys, the rest of your guys, takes there too.
2: Uh, does Devonta Freeman come in and ma- is the difference maker? No, 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 man. He's, <laughs> no. No.
1: he's not, he's oh, not no. good. If he, man, if you get benched by Wayne Gallman, like you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> you <easy laughs> as that. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, I uh, I kind of like the bills in this one actually. And I think, uh lamar's passing attack hasn't been that great uh last game it wasn't that great he he had to do it on the ground i think against a better opponent in the bills i think they need to pass the ball and i'm not sure if he'll be able to do that against one of the better pass defenses i'm gonna stick with the bills
3: i'm i'm also gonna run with the bills here they've they've been one of the best offenses for a while now in the nfl so i think snow game or not i think josh allen who some say was second in mvp voting ahead of mahomes i think he could he could pull a win out against this ravens defense i think he's really coming into his own this year and i have faith that he can pull out a win
0: i i man i'm right in the middle here i have I don't even know how to make the decision. I'm gonna say the Bills super super close though. But uh I gotta make predictions, so I'll say the Bills, but
1: very close this one.
2: It should be a fun game to watch. Oh I think that's
1: game of the weekend, in my opinion.
2: I mean the Rams and Packers is also a good one. Yeah. And even Buccaneers Saints, well, so yeah, they're Buc- they're all pretty
0: Bucks and Saints too, let's talk about that one
2: Uh, that's the next one
0: let's talk about it we got brady versus Breeze, uh version a million right
1: uh, battles yeah geezers Uh, i don't know if you guys saw tom brady on twitter he posted like a picture and it was like brady and breeze both photoshopped to look like they're like 90 years old and he was like history's being made (laughs) tom's a fun guy on twitter (laughs) yeah yeah he's actually a good good twitter guy
2: yeah.
0: Um, but he uh, he's not gonna play on Twitter. He's gonna play on the field. And Ben, how do you see him playing on the field?
2: Uh, I think. Uh, well, New Orleans seems has a pretty good defense, so Brady might struggle a little bit in this game. It's hard to tell. It, it's this is gonna be an interesting one to watch for sure. I like the Buccaneers just based off of. Uh, how they've done so far this season. And I'm going to stick with them for my pick this week. It, it could go either way. This is one I'm I'm in the middle of, for sure.
3: I'm going to go with the Saints. Judging from the fact that the last time they played the Buccaneers, they blew them out 38-3, to and their defense has only gotten better since that game. And Kamara has really...
1: This-
2: did the Buccaneers win the first matchup? This, no, this Saints year? are two and zero. Oh, this I, I'm way off. I'm way off. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let other people make predictions on this one.
3: Uh, and I, I just think the the Saints' offense is like they've they've been solid all year. But Kamara's coming off that Christmas game and like last week, I think he still had a pretty good performance as well. I just think the Saints take this game, maybe not with ease, but I, I. Think it's a pretty convincing win from the Saints.
0: Yeah, I'm in that boat too. Uh, what? You said convincing? Uh, like fairly convincing, yeah. I don't think it's gonna, I. I don't think it's gonna be convincing, but I do think it's gonna be very close, just like the previous game that we talked about. I got the Saints. Um, I'm just riding off that two win zero thing this year, especially last time they played, they were dominant. But they know about the Bucks' defense. We know about their offense. But the Bucks defense, it's one week they're amazing. And the next week they're getting blown out. So which one do we see this week? That's the key for me. That's a
2: good question. Yeah, that's the
0: key for me for sure. And uh, you know, I think it's just a steady team, New Orleans. Like their whole roster is stacked. I'm going New Orleans this week.
1: Uh, I'm going to have to go Bucks. Just a little stat. Since 1950, a team has only beaten another team three times in one season. Seventeen times, and the last team to do it was back in 2009, the Dallas Cowboys over the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm gonna go Bucks. Antonio Tony Two Tap, aka Antonio <laughs> Brown. Uh, oh my gosh! Being up, yeah, he is. Up. Yeah, I think he has consecutive touchdowns in the past four games, including last week uh i think this is uh tom brady territory aka the goat i think he gets the win over the saints i just feel like i feel like if any team's gonna uh put up a lot of points that saints defense it's definitely the bucks they have a multitude of weapons and i i think the uh tampa defense is gonna come to play this weekend all
0: right. All right, so we got the Chiefs and Browns for the last game. That's gonna be on Sunday. Baker Mayfield versus Patrick Mahomes. Not a star-studded matchup, unless, oh well, unless you think Baker's a star, which I don't think too many people no, are in that boat. Not. But he did play, definitely not did play pretty well last week.
3: Crazy thing, actually. So Baker is actually the oldest AFC quarterback in the playoffs right now, which is kind of crazy to think about.
1: Yeah, because.
3: I don't even know. I think he, yeah, he's twenty-five. That's pretty crazy.
2: And then you look at the NFC, and you have exactly. forty quarterbacks going at it this week.
1: And one almost forty, right? Yeah, net, uh, in late thirties. That's right. I guess the yeah, NFC. Yeah, thirty-seven, is 37 thirty-eight. Yes, the NFC playoffs is just a retirement home for uh, quarterbacks. <laughs> <I don't
2: know. laughs> that's
0: right. The Browns have any chance this week?
1: I'm gonna go first I because think... I, I actually like the Browns this week. Oh. I think they.
2: Uh, I'm going to <laughs> and I
1: think that, that is they, win, man. That is a hot win. take. Buddy, Very hot take. I'll, let me just go over some stuff. Okay, first off, Mahomes was sat week 17, so he hasn't played in two whole weeks, so he might come out the gate a little rusty. I also think the Chiefs. Mm. I get they're 14 and one, but they want, like they end of the season with a six game winning streak. And each of those games were won by six or less points. So they weren't like, they weren't beating teams convincingly. Like, And I, I feel like the more you keep Mahomes off the field, the better. And if any team's going to do that, it's going to be Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb with the Cleveland Browns. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. I like the Browns this weekend. Uh, I feel like they're going to be riding hot off that win against the Steelers. And you're gonna be a little upset. It's always gotta be one upset.
3: I, I agree. I agree with you there that I that they're coming off a huge win where most people assume that they weren't gonna win. But I'm gonna go with the Chiefs here. I just think that they're way too good of an offense. Although the Browns are getting some players back and their head coach, I'd imagine. Um, Hopefully, yeah. That that's that's the hope there. But I just think the Chiefs pull through with this one.
2: Uh, I agree uh, with you, Brady, that the Chiefs, they're just, they're the best team in the league. And the Browns, they're very inconsistent. They played amazing against Pittsburgh, but back-to-back weeks of that, and they're playing a better team this week, I don't think they have it in them. I'm going to stick with Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like, one one more thing
3: the Browns have already exceeded expectations like they really have absolutely
2: so and they know. may play well against the Chiefs I could see this being yeah. uh, a good game I just don't think they have enough to beat the best team in football right now
1: I, I don't know the Steelers probably get, got them uh, all fired up again with Chase Claypool's uh, comments and TikTok Live saying they're going to get clapped and we all we know how that's turned out for Steelers when they shit talk. So,
2: yeah. But you know the Chiefs—they've been here before. They, they've they've taken care of business. This is the Browns' first kick at the can in a while. We're, we're talking about the defending Super Bowl champs. Exactly, and against a team that just hasn't had much playoff experience, and uh, I I just I don't see them pulling off an upset. But you never know.
0: Yeah, no, Anto, you almost convinced me. Almost. I like, what, this, I, like what, what? This, I like the stats you threw out, but I remembered it was the Browns, and although they played well last week, I think the Steelers also played bad. Um, I'm going Chiefs,
3: and uh, close. I don't know.
1: Not cl- not too. It's, not too close. It, it's it's a really hard thing to bet against the Chiefs. Buddy, you already know uh, Moneyline Browns is coming out on Sunday for me, so. (laughs) Gambler's Corner right here, uh, Play of the Week, is Moneyline Browns. Last time Anthony bet against the Chiefs, we lost our Survivor Pool. (laughs) Just
2: just had to put that out there. (laughs)
1: Because he had a dream, man. Yeah, but I didn't didn't want to follow my own dream. Just just for some uh, context here, me and Brady split on a Survivor Pool, and the week that the case k c was playing the Jets, Brady had told me he had a dream that uh the Jets actually won, and i i, I believed him and I was like, we gotta listen to your dream man and we went with uh oh we my gosh Tennessee yeah Tennessee and over. I think they lost to the Bengals yeah, it was unfortunate
3: but just just to clear my name, I did not want to pick Tennessee. I wanted to pick the chiefs it meant something man. It was the football gods talking to you. Evidently not. Clearly it wasn't because like, <laughs> it was
0: wrong. <laughs> Alright, we Whatever. got our predictions out of the way there. Um, so let's talk some let's talk about some non playoff things in the NFL. And what
3: would you guys like to start? We got a few topics we could touch on. I, f- I feel like there's uh one that's really glowing out here. The Deshaun Watson trade rumors
1: or him asking out. I know, Deshaun's skin just really glows off, Brady. Right? Yeah,
3: ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I couldn't find a better word for that. I couldn't uh, think of a better word either. It's perfect. Exactly, see?
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, I mean, Watson unhappy. Okay, aunt- <laughs> Watson. What, Watson unhappy. JJ, what unhappy. And the Dolphins uh, are if you go look at social media they seem to be the number one team uh that watson is maybe looking forward to or rumors are swirling there you know maybe two attack a of viola and some draft picks uh, you guys think uh that's a good fit for
1: deshaun watson in my i think I, so. that'd be great i think he'd be a, like that's definitely a super bowl contending team right there if Deshaun's on my. They end. almost made the playoffs I mean, this year. Yeah, they're ten and six and miss playoffs. Like, and, and they have a, yeah. a great top, probably top seven to top five defense. And you can and they add a top five quarterback.
3: Exactly. Only adding adding Deshaun is only a good thing for them.
1: Yo, imagine yes. they trade back the Houston. Well, they would they 10 would 10 have 10. to right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they would have to trade back the what third overall pick this I believe so. That they got from uh, the Laramie Tunsil trade. And, which uh, mean that
1: would basically wow. be, mean that they traded Deshaun Watson for Laramie Tunsil, which is like ridiculous.
2: Well, it's a few more draft picks. draft right? picks. So, yeah, so it's not just one for one Laramie Tunsil for Sean <laughs> <John> Watson.
1: <laughs> yeah. But like, how, how many draft picks is he worth? Like, like, not just from a Miami standpoint, from any team, Trying to trade for him, like what? 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 What are you asking for from the Texans? Like,
0: well, if you look I've, at Tua, that's technically a first-round pick because he was a first-round pick last year. So let's say Tua, that third overall pick, and then not another first. But
2: but think about it. Don't no, you know, think, think so.
0: Like a second.
2: Maybe first, I think they'll put, give him. A first.
1: Put this I, into maybe. A context. So Jalen Ramsey went for two first round picks jamal adams went for two first round picks so you're saying a franchise
2: quarterback and, uh, is... deandre hopkins went for david johnson yeah that's because
1: bill o'brien <laughs> <laughs> i don't think man i saw a post on that like after it happened and it was like someone tried to make that trade and like Not madden in... <laughs> madden franchise mode, it wasn't and it accepted. Was, yeah i was rejected it was you so know serious.
2: it was like why, it was probably why'd you come to this insulting offer or something like that and, yeah I know
0: okay I'm convinced a uh, uh, couple, couple more first round picks in there
1: yeah because if, if Deshaun those Watson, are, yeah if those guys are going for two first Sean round Watson. picks Deshaun Watson who's probably a t- he's definitely a top five quarterback in the league in my opinion Uh, like he's worth at least three maybe even a, like three and a couple second rounders maybe a player in there as well um who else would trade for him like you think indianapolis would give him a shout or i don't i don't
3: see a scenario where the texans trade him to the Colts.
1: that's true that's a good point that would not happen another team chicago bears could go for him yeah mitch out Mm -hmm. There's also the San Francisco 49ers who seem to be unhappy. Jim well, Garoppolo. yeah, can we
0: have that conversation? Because for years, people, since they've signed him to the contract, people are like, well, they need, need, need a new quarterback.
1: I'm like, he went to the Super Bowl with them. Garoppolo. And Kyle Shanahan's record is horrible without him. Uh, I, think he, I, feel like it is. I think he's Jim not Garoppolo. very flashy, eh? No,
3: he, no, no, he's not. no, not in the slightest it's he's a game
2: manager kind of just sort of he gets things done he doesn't give you anything extra and uh, but this year in the playoffs when you look at quarterbacks got josh Allen who's who can make big plays patrick mahomes who can make big plays aaron Rodgers who can make big plays uh I, i say what you want about uh brady and breeze but they've been there before and they're some of the best quarterbacks of all time uh Right now, it looks like you need someone who can...
1: uh, Need a dynamic quarterback.
2: Spread the field. Dynamic is the right word, yeah.
1: It sounds like you're talking about Deshaun Watson.
2: uh, He is. He is. He's the most dynamic that's available uh, by far. But Jimmy Grappolo was
1: beating Patrick Mahomes for three quarters last year.
2: And... I don't think... I think it's more I think they're a very well coached team the 49ers and I think they have a they have an amazing run game I don't have to think that they do have an amazing run game uh, and great defense I think the weakest part of their team might be their passing game Uh, and if I mean their receivers are okay but George Kittle is great yeah and if best they best added the, best a best dynamic best quarterback best. like deshaun watson they instantly become uh a super bowl contender or maybe even the super bowl favorite
1: but also that team's making playoffs if it's not injured like they yeah. lost nick Boston yes. for a year jimmy grapolo played like like five games running running backs with Injuries, game yeah, on, game he off. Moster, Debo Samuel was injured a lot, and he he looks like to be a great George Kittle. Too. George Kittle, yeah, and that that offense revolve. I'd say that offense revolves around George Kittle, if anything, other than the run game. If it's not him catching balls, he's
3: blocking for the run, or like Yeah. the guys everywhere. So someone who I, someone I, on that team who I really liked this year was Brandon Ayuk. Oh, me too. Me oh, yes. too. He he's he really is. good. <laughs> Real, like, he is, I think he's a stud. I really do. Oh yeah. He's great pickup. They they used him a few times in uh like jet sweeps yeah. or like he's very
1: oh, versatile. He you see his first touchdown, he hurdled a guy. Yeah. Like and it was I don't even know how he jumped that high. Like us that was, that's was almost as good as uh Air Allen against uh the Vikings in his rookie year. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What was Ayuka? He was a first
3: round pick, right? I believe so, yeah. He, I think he like, I think then, he was there. Yeah. I think they had two for first, like round first? Pitch, so they might have yeah. they took the what's the Kinlaw. Defensive Javon Kinlaw yeah. Yeah, I really like Ayuk.
2: I think uh I don't but I don't see the 49ers get especially cuz they have a playoff caliber team already. Are they going to go and give up because they don't have to probably trade back uh Garoppolo and say two to three first round picks they don't give up that much draft capital to get Deshaun Watson even though that they're already a elite team on well, I mean, next year that year. would be a complete all-in
3: to they're win, win. Yes. yeah they're a win now. And, and and anything Kinda but a win sense. anything but a win is a loss there
2: yeah
1: the other team that could go in for Deshaun Watson is the New England Patriots or even the Indiana, Or not the Indianapolis Colts I went over that. But what do we think about Bill Belichick going for Deshaun Watson? I think it's the wrong direction. I agree. Blow it I, I, I agree. Yeah, I think well. they should blow it up? Yeah, I think they should blow it up. Yeah. I feel like they should, but they won't. I,
2: I they think they... Because to give up so, uh, two to three first-round picks or Sean Watson there's too many gaps still on that team uh and I know we talked about this before the episode a little bit I just there's a lot of weaknesses on the Patriots still and they were not that close to being a playoff team this year in my opinion
1: yeah the situation I brought up to you as well before the episode recording was well let's see. New England trades a lot of draft capital for Deshaun Watson, and they go out in free agency and they get a guy like Allen Robinson, and they already have a championship caliber defense. We all know that. they like, is it contending. still though? Well, they also they had st- they had four. I think mean, it was four or five defensive starters who, um, they sat out the year. Opted out. They opted out. Yeah. One was. Their linebacker, uh
2: Van, uh hightower sat out, I am pretty sure. But Hightower is getting older now too. I just I don't know. I think uh I think years of competing have really uh deplenished their depth and their But one one
1: thing we know is Bill Belichick is not good at drafting, uh, offensively at least. Uh, he hasn't drafted the last pro bowler he drafted was a punter in 2013 I believe (laughs) and the last offensive pro bowler they drafted was Gronk in 2011 Uh, so he obviously doesn't know how to draft offense so either you gotta give the draft to someone else for offensive picks or you go out in free agency and you pick up guys uh, like Allen Robinson like I don't know i just can't see bill belichick saying yeah we're gonna tank i'm gonna i'm gonna u- use three years of my career to suck and rebuild the whole thing like you know what i mean i i i don't think it's a good idea i i don't i'm not saying it's a good idea okay. i'm just saying that's what i think we'll. that's what i think the thought process is over in foxborough
2: get back to uh, a winning team as soon as possible yeah I just think that if they get Sean Watson you're counting on them getting better receivers through free agency which is like very very iffy right there's no guarantee um their o-line is kind of isn't their great it's is
1: not not that bad they have a rookie tackle who's been very good this year
2: uh not sure his name is uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, their the run game is okay. Oh, his
1: name is Mike just, Onowunu. That's right. He, yeah, he's a six.
2: But there's a lot right. of just there's a lot of just sort of okays on that offense, and I don't think it just gets fixed by Deshaun Watson.
1: I guess, like, I mean. I feel like when you have a quarterback that good you can carry an offense uh, Like I mean he has carried Houston to an, to an extent only to a, yeah. like you can only carry had, them to a certain extent Houston's never had a defense with Deshaun Watson there really that's true so it, he has a defense that makes it so he doesn't have to put up as many points and he just has to do his, his thing and uh, make plays and Like, I don't know, I I can't see Bill Belichick tanking.
2: I understand what you mean. I, I do get that, but I just, the team still feels so far away from contending again and requires a lot more talent and a lot more new pieces. I feel like, I just don't feel like you get all that from free agency.
1: Yeah, I, I under like yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, only time. It is to tough. Go, but those are some of the top candidates: uh, the Niners, New England,
2: uh, and Miami. And the Bears, whatever and chance you Bears, want to give them as I, well. Yeah, I don't. They know. They might make a move. They're yeah. kind of desperate for a quarterback.
1: They are, and Mike, Mike Matt Nagy is probably desperate to. Keep the team going because I feel like if he has a bad year next year, he's probably done in Chicago. Probably So, you never know. All right,
0: uh, one other NFL topic, unless I'm forgetting about anything, is uh, Doug Peterson's out in Philadelphia after they missed the playoffs. Uh, a lot of tension between him and Carson Wentz, and people talking about, "Well, is the Wentz done? Well, Peterson's done in in uh, Philadelphia." So maybe Wentz isn't done there. I want to hear your guys' takes on uh, Peterson out? A Super Bowl champion just three years later is out the door.
1: Um, I want to say that what this move means to me is the organization is choosing Carson Wentz over Doug Peterson uh, because, if, like, I think that's what they're saying. And I don't, I don't know. I like, I don't know if it's necessarily a good move. Like.
2: Are The Eagles really going to get a better coach than Doug Peterson. Like it's funny you say that because I've I've talked to a couple people I know that are Eagles fans and they they all agree that uh, Doug Peterson wasn't the problem himself. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't Doug Peterson's fault that they were this bad. Because like, is the Eagles the Eagles? Isn't it's not really an
1: attractive job. Like why would you want to coach the Eagles? You have a messy quarterback situation. You're in cap hell. It's an older roster and you're expected to win now. Like uh, why would you want to coach there? Like I don't think it was a good move. A, I, he I
2: I agree.
1: Yeah, I
0: I it's definitely a messy situation. He's going to get a job somewhere though. Doug Peterson.
1: Oh, oh, he, oh, had... he has to. 100. When you win a Super Bowl over Tom Brady, with a with backup a, with a... Back. exactly. And you know, what's funny too, uh, is Doug Peterson has a statue outside the stadium as well, along with Nick Foles. So, <laughs> man, that really that's
2: really right? he has oh. a statue. Oh Tear him
3: gosh. down,
0: man. At the rate J.J. Yeah. Eartha J- J- White's in the a statue at the threat <laughs>
1: Travis Fulgham should have one. (laughs) He really should. It's gross. The the only thing I'd have to say Doug Pearson was not good at is he was, like, I get his, like, ideologies. He's an an aggressive coach, but, like, man, I don't know why you're going for it every, like, every play, man. Every play, every fourth down, I swear, they're going for it. They can be on their own one yard. Very aggressive style. Yeah. And uh, the other thing, too, is, he cannot draft a wide receiver. Uh over the last two drafts he has passed on multiple wide receivers for guys who have not been good. So he drafted Jalen Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson and I mean uh, can you can you blame Rager for this year
3: though? I don't really think you can.
0: I think it's more so well, Justin Jefferson's been like yeah, one yeah. of the best receivers in the NFL. And,
2: but you also even at the time, Jefferson was I, 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 uh, the more liked wide receiver coming out of the yeah. draft, I believe. Yeah. So P- people you took a shot Rager
1: on was drafted ahead of him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And just to go back to the 2019 draft class, drafted JJ Arcega-Whiteside over DK Metcalf and uh, Terry McLaurin. Like, that's uh, bad. Where did McLaurin go? I believe he's second round.
2: I like. I just don't remember McLaurin coming out of the draft that much. Uh, he may not have been the highest uh, on people's lists, so that one might have been a bit tougher. But yeah, so to draft. I have uh, it here. Whiteside over. Here, Whiteside uh, was yeah. taken fifty seventh overall.
3: Metcalf was sixty fourth overall, and McLaurin was 76th. Oh, third round? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit before them.
1: Where was JJ Arceo Whiteside drafted?
3: Oh. 57th
1: overall, second round. So, just some receivers that were off the board was, like, AJ Brown was off the board. Uh, Debo Samuel was already drafted. So, uh, Nikhil Harry. Like, like when he was picked off the board, there's still a lot of good wideouts available. And like I don't know.
3: I just like it. The fact Andy that- Andy Isabella was drafted before DK Metcalf and Terry McLaurin.
1: Yeah, he fell in wow.
2: that.
3: <laughs> it's just crazy to look back at this stuff and obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. But- yeah.
1: But still, Funny, like, is he? I don't know. He—that's; Those are the knocks I have on him is way too aggressive uh, and can't draft wide receivers. All right. Fair enough. Well, maybe he'll
0: go to a team that already has some receivers. Um...
2: Or maybe he'll go to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay,
0: we talked about the Eagles not being a super attractive spot. Which one's worse, Eagles or the Jets?
1: Uh, I, think uh, Jets, I think the Jets are actually a very attractive job. You're getting Trevor Lawrence. Harry? No, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, wait. Did they
2: oh, fell yeah. out? Oh, my gosh. I'm stupid. You're getting... Who knows what you're doing? Yeah, exactly. On side between Sam Darnold or Justin Fields or yeah. Zach Wilson or... I forgot they uh, messed up their tank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, so... Uh, it... I don't know. I don't know what their move is. I, like I to have to come in and be a part of that decision's going not be a tough one. Uh let's
0: get to the NHL. We got some contracts to go over. First, Matt Barzell re-ups with the Islanders three years, seven million a year. Mike Hoffman signs a one-year deal with the Blues at four million a year. Oliver Bjorkstrand re-ups with Columbus five years, five point four on the AAV for him. Uh, Semi Vatten one year 2 million on our our beloved Devils and then uh, <laughs> Craig Anderson one year the veteran will get 700k to be possibly the backup of the Caps this year talking about Barzell, 3 years and only 7 million per year for Matthew Barzell.
2: great deal great well, deal for the Islanders
1: absolute snag I don't know why this guy didn't hold out for more money like I don't know like 7 mil for a first line center like he he probably usually would get around like close to 9 or 10 mil a year if he signed a long term I deal. agree I feel like the reason it's so low is just is like as a result of COVID uh, since the cap didn't go up this year and it stayed kind of static but like for the Islanders that's just that's such a snag man like, I, I, I can't think of a player of this caliber that you're going to get for that cheap other than, like, I don't know, like Sidney Crosby's got a pretty good friendly deal. I think he's uh, $8.7 million a year. Uh, I can't think of anyone else who has a deal that cheap for the caliber player. And he's young, too. I think Matt Barzell is 24? 23. 23, yeah. So he's got a lot of Did hockey. Think left it?
2: In do you think it is in part with how the Islanders play? You think that kind of relates to this contract because the Islanders, uh, like they don't play through Barzal necessarily, uh, and it's kind of their defensive strategy where it's a, a lot of they rely on their depth more and uh, a grittier style of play, right? I-
1: if i'm barzell i'm asking for more money because i have to play
2: in that system
1: because you could just say screw it I'll i'll hit free agency i'll get way more money and play uh, hockey that's way more fun to play where i don't have to do all this defending and gritty gritty stuff like uh, i I'm, I'm not really sure why he like signed for so little for how good he is if that makes sense
2: Do you know what I mean by uh the Islander's style of play relating to that contract?
0: You think it's like a Bruin thing? Like to sort of take in left for the team?
2: Maybe. But wasn't there was there talk of him holding out originally?
1: He he I was holding contract. out. He was holding up before. He was. He hadn't reported to so, until he signed this deal. So he had he had possible, the leverage. But- had the leverage in my opinion i mean he was an rfa so if anyone gave him an offer sheet they would have to give up draft picks uh which i don't think would happen in a COVID environment nhl uh but i don't know i'm not sure why he signed such a cheap deal were you guys expecting the deal to be longer term as well yeah i was expecting like a five Uh, year yeah i was expecting a five or six year
2: so, like, so maybe this is like maybe this is like uh a okay, we I would see was,
3: Yeah, exactly. I was what talking you with do Anthony in the next three years. Yeah, exactly. Anthony and I were talking about this and he mentioned that it could just be a bridge deal. Exactly what he just said. Yeah. Which I, I could I could see happening where they see what he can do and then, he's he's only twenty three, right? He'll be twenty six when this deal's done.
1: 26. So then he he'll get paid prime. Yeah, exactly. And he'll hit UFA, so...
2: I feel like he's proven play. himself enough. His earn... first
3: full season, he had 85 points. Yeah. First full season,
1: yeah. that's, that's he pretty a good. Trot- or wait, what, that wouldn't be Barry Trotz that year, I guess. Only last year. What did he put up last year under Trotz? Um, in 68 games, he had 60 points. Like, that's, that's such a great production for a Trotz system player. And he's also good on the like good in the back end as well. He's not just like a one way guy. Like he he's a two hundred no. foot player for mm-hmm. sure. Uh yeah, I don't, I don't know, like I if I was in Barzell's position, I would have held up for a little more a little more cheddar
3: The deal is definitely not what people are expecting, yeah. say the least. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: yeah, and uh I think Mike Hoffman probably expected he'd get more money this year. 1 year, 4 million from the St. Louis
1: Blues. Uh, absolute steal for the Blues. Just man, this guy I know I'm a Sens fan, but this guy's been underrated his whole his whole career. Little stat here. For the 6 years Hoffman's been a full-time NHLer, he's 17th in goals scored in that time period among all players. Like this guy pretty good. Yeah. This guy's got a rock of a shot. Another aspect to put on their power play as well. And he gets a chance to get a a little run at the cup. Uh, Great team to pick with the Blues. Um, The only thing, I think he's 30 now. So I'm surprised in trying to get, like, try and get longevity over money, but
2: uh, great pick. He didn't even get money yeah exactly (laughs) for a guy who consistently puts up 30 goals in a season he only got four million there must have just been no market maybe uh, possibly but then again you look at uh, Arzal's deal and you're like that's low this Hoffman deals low is this maybe like teams just don't (laughs) it's really weird because you would think Hoffman would get maybe five and a half six maybe 100. he was making six a year o- over signs. a short-term contract like he, over one year
1: yeah when, when you know? Eugene Melnick's able to fork out six million a year from Mike Hoffman he deserves some money like I don't know I, I can't believe he he only signed four mil
2: but then again he is a very one-way player
1: yeah uh, and, and back end, he doesn't he's a goal much. scorer yeah but you know what? It's kind of a trend. A lot of short-term deals this year. Taylor Hall signed for one year for $8 million. Uh, and Pierre-Luc uh, Dubois only signed for two years. I feel like a lot of these players are signing shorter deals because they want to get the most money they can once COVID's a little bit over. And the cap can go up a bit. Like Maybe that's what the strategy is here. With a lot Could, of-
3: could this Hoffman deal just be like uh, for whatever part of the season... Tarasenko's out it's just like a like a replacement just for however long Tarasenko's out
1: maybe awesome, it's also so Hoffman has a little bit of a cup run never really played on a contending team other than that uh luxurious 16 17 <laughs> oh, sense stop Hoffman's it here we go finals team one goal oh, away geez. from the uh from the show but uh
2: but did they make it
1: no but it's not like he did any better with Florida so
2: uh fair, fair enough how about that uh how about our devils uh adding uh sammy Batten to a one year two million dollar contract
3: what do you got to say about it ben so devils what's he gonna uh, can't help too he, he there's a lot to help but he can't you know
2: do what you want know much this completely turns this franchise around <laughs> uh, uh, i have them finishing first now <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh in all honesty he's all they you know, needed
2: we trash the devils a lot but they do have a lot of stuff uh to look forward to this season and he sure and uh hughes and i know they have lots of young pieces uh that are looking to improve and pk suban can't get any worse from last year so uh they're still no finished bottom of the division but maybe it'll be fun to watch (laughs) Uh, move on to the next signing I
1: guess
0: yeah Uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand is uh, signing extension with the Blue Jackets five years 5.4 for Oliver Bjorkstrand
1: yeah he's he's uh, only 25 I'm actually surprised he resigned because I remember I think it was last year him and uh, Torts got into a little fight uh, at practice once and like there's some beef there for a while I guess they. Uh, uh, I guess they resolved it. Classic torts, am I right? <laughs> yeah, but of course. I don't so know, I think it's a bit of an overpay, in my opinion. But for
3: just just for some insight, York Strand in his last so like his best three years in the league were his last three years. Um, 2017, 2018 finished with forty points in eighty two games. The next year 77 games 36 points and this past year with only 49 games being played he had 36 points he was he was having a very good year last year
1: uh, personally i feel like uh it's been an overpay and him five years as well like this is a type of guy if anyone should have gone a bridge deal it was like this guy should have went for a bridge deal and Or at least from a Blue Jackets perspective, from a player perspective, this is a great contract for him. Uh, Maybe they just if uh...
2: you get the production that you got last year out of him for the next five years, not a bad contract.
3: I agree. I Uh, think. Yeah,
2: I I I think uh, that's also very questionable, and that's where that bridge deal comes in that you're talking about. A yeah. bridge deal wouldn't have been bad because then he could have proved that he's the player we saw last year uh, yeah. and not a couple of years ago when when he was putting up respectable points, just uh, maybe not a, a player who signed for five years, 5.4 5. million. Yeah.
1: And like this guy's not a first line winger, or a second line winger on a lot of teams. Like he's more of a, like he's a middle six guy. Like he's not, I don't know. I feel like Columbus just has like PTSD from losing every star they ever get. <laughs> what like Panarin, Bobrovsky, Duchene all leaving in the same season. Like May this one to finally re-sign someone who is good for once. Maybe.
0: <laughs> all, right. all right, and the last one we got here is former Sens goaltender Craig Anderson. One year, seven hundred K for the veteran.
1: I uh, know, uh, not, not a bad deal. Help out the young guy. Uh, for, not Varlamov, Samsonov. Uh, give him a little guidance, I guess. I, I think that's pretty, pure I think that's purely what it's for.
3: Well, and that uh, I, I don't. I don't see him. And that Henrik Lundqvist is out for the year. With yeah. As well. Exactly. I don't think it's much more than just a little mentorship yeah. for Samsonov.
2: Will he get uh, to play quite a few games, you think, Craig Anderson?
3: Uh, so the Capitals, I don't think they have him playing as of right now. They Who's have. be like a third
2: they, goalie on the roster?
3: Yeah, exactly. The goalie that they have playing in front of him and behind Samsonov is actually. Vanacek or Vanasek 25 year old goalie from Czech Republic oh. that's who they announced will be they'll be putting the trust in it's so yeah that, that's why I think Craig Anderson solely there for mentorship
2: purposes you kind of know what you're going to get from Craig Anderson as well so exactly. say maybe this backup doesn't really fit the cut then um, Craig Anderson comes in and uh, plays a few games here and there to give Samson a, a break nothing too special there but you can never go wrong with some extra goalie depth
1: no exactly yeah. nothing wrong with it any other deals that uh, were signed recently
2: um, uh, well uh, one that was signed in the offseason season. That uh, is interesting. Now is the Corey Crawford deal? Uh, two years for yeah, that, three point nine million. Uh, really but now nowhere.
1: that yeah, that retiring, I guess I guess he just didn't lost his love for the game. Uh, I mean, another uh, knock on the Devils here. I guess no one wants to play for.
2: Him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, apparently Sammy batson
1: <laughs> He pulled, tra- he actually, he pulled uh, with the with the
0: cornerback who played for the Bills.
2: Okay, really?
0: Yeah, Fonte it's like
1: Fonte okay, Davis. oh that's bad man that guy retired at halftime of like week two <laughs> Yeah.
2: didn't ask to get traded didn't ask to get cut just retired he could, couldn't couldn't take it anymore
1: you know what's the best too yeah. he he went onto a bill's talk show radio while he's driving away from the stadium in the middle of the game
2: <laughs> and trashed them about, or something like that
1: and he was just talking about how you retired and like everything like that. I forget what he said, but like, yeah, man, that, that was bad, but anyways, Embarrassing. back to, to Coy Crawford. So good thing for the devils is that this won't count towards their cap hit. Uh, uh, like be as a result of him retiring. Uh, he had a pretty good career. It's probably,
3: the,
1: uh, probably the only good thing for the devils this year. Yeah. <laughs> So he actually had a pretty good career winning three Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he a hockey Hall of Fame? Uh, just to read out some stats, his career stats, career state percentage is 0.918, uh, goals against average of 2.45, and he has 26 career shutouts uh, and three Stanley Cups. His playoff stats are... A save percentage of nine point one eight as well and goals against average of two point three eight and five career playoff shutouts in a thirteen year career with the Blackhawks.
2: It's possible. It's it's very possible. Uh the, the three cops, of course, are the big thing there, right? Being such a big part of that uh I guess you would call that a dynasty, those those hawks. Uh, cups wins. Oh,
1: well, uh, I'd say that was for sure. Dynasty three cups in five years is yeah pretty hard to do. Uh, Th- this is
3: one of those where I could see the case for both sides in a
2: way. It's a tough with a goalie. Yeah, I don't. know. Re- it is. It's easy when you know a goalie has won uh, multiple Vesnas or just known as one of the top goalies like a carry price it's easy to know carry prices don't get into the hall of fame uh actually never won the vesna trophy uh
1: the highest he's come in is sixth or fifth place in 2015-16 season the only awards he's won was the greg jennings or so, not, Greg Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Jennings, funny, oh, <laughs> funny, you say that. Wow, um, he won the Jennings Greg. Award twice, and yes. uh, he actually yeah, he, he he put was, he, the he on his back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, was he put he's he also on the NHL <laughs> team back in 2010. Uh, yeah, he actually won a cup his rookie year as well.
2: As uh, see, that's the thing does the team accolades uh speak enough for the player he is because he doesn't have the Veznas he was never really thought of as the best goalie in the league ever uh I I don't know I don't know what uh if he would make the cut
3: it's hard
1: for me to make a like a decision on this For, for me I don't Personally, think he's a Hall of Famer. I feel like he just missed too many games, and once like that those that cup run was over, he was never amazing. He just he's always just okay, you oh. know. I agree. Um, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Some more news out of Florida Panthers training camp. Keith Yandel, who is uh, a NHL vet, been in the league for. 13 years, I believe, is currently practicing with the uh, B team in Florida camp and is rumored to become a healthy scratch this Sunday, which would end his 886 game Ironman streak, which is fourth all time in the NHL for consecutive games played. He has three years left on his deal with an AAV of $6.2 million and no trade clause in his contract pretty uh disrespectful I'd say out of Florida camp not sure why you wouldn't want him playing he's obviously still in your top four defense defense like well, I,
2: uh, why is he a healthy scratch What what is the like I, I he has fallen off a little bit right
1: yeah he's I, like, uh he still put up good points last year he, he had um he had 45 points in 69 games played last year
2: <laughs> which is pretty good
1: yeah and he w- what's the issue here from what i've read is that it's just joe quinville and the gm and just they don't want him playing for them like they just don't i don't know like i've what i've heard is he's a good guy in the locker room uh like i'm really not sure uh like i it's like i think it's just disrespectful like they're not even like sitting like well from what we know they're not even seeing the guy down saying like listen you got to work on this if you want to be on the team they're just they're exiling him to their b team and he hasn't been bad in nhl like uh i don't know just a bit like this
2: is a very weird situation uh Especially with the contract of 6.2 million. You don't want to see something like that as a regular healthy scratch. And I mean, if you scratch in the first game of the season kind of shows what you have planned for him going further on. Right. Yeah. And that would
1: just really suck. Like you're losing to lose your iron man streak, not to injury, uh, but to being scratched. Like, yes. And it's not even like he can get out of Florida either. He has a no-trade clause in his contract, uh, and I'm not sure if maybe would trade for him just because that's a hard contract to move, especially considering he's 34. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it's kind of disrespectful,
2: especially from a Florida team that, I mean, does it that really make a difference? Yeah. And
1: I'm you know, sorry, I, I, other than Aaron Ekblad and Keith Yandel, I couldn't name you another Panthers defenseman. Like, like I don't know. Can anyone here name another one? I I, I
2: can't. I'm thinking about it.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't.
2: I'm going to go look at this now.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying topic. to pull this up.
2: Uh, but you're right. Uh, the fact that we have to think about this is—it's uh... <laughs> who did you
3: think? Ekblad, uh, Ekblad and Yandle,
0: Matheson.
1: He's a defenseman. Oh, yes, is he? Yes. Didn't, wait, I thought he left. <laughs> he, made, he may get, have. Didn't he get traded? With uh, with Vinny? Yeah, he's he's not there
2: anymore. good Oh, oh, my gosh. My. I apologize to <laughs> so our bad. listeners who expected us to really keep track of everything that goes on with the Florida Panthers franchise. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, we're sorry, guys.
3: <laughs> yeah, that, but... Oh, uh... Another guy there. Feels Anton Strawman.
2: Oh, he's oh. pretty good. He's
3: yeah, making he's... five and a half a year for three years.
1: Oh, not that good.
2: <laughs> but, 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 like, over Keith Yandel... Yandel hasn't played bad enough in order to warrant a healthy scratch, unless there's something, there has to be oh something my. behind the scenes that we don't understand. Yeah.
3: I just saw a tweet saying Brooklyn is acquiring James Harden in a blockbuster deal, sources Here tell go. ESPN. There we go. Oh my. All right. Good. Here we go.
2: It's now time to go on to NBA.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Is there any details on what's involved in the trade? Not yet
3: No but, uh, every everywhere talking about it just says the exact same thing. Yeah, but you could you could probably Brooklyn. suspect it's gonna be you know oh. four first round picks. So it's a blockbuster.
2: Uh probably uh Karis Levert. Yeah. I... Uh maybe Jared Allen.
0: So there oh, you go. Wow. If you're wondering where James Harden's going to go, the sixth really the team, but James Harden is now a member of the Brooklyn Nets.
2: And so, uh, I, I, earlier in this episode, I, I didn't mention this, but uh, I did see that they were planning on uh, holding him, or keeping him away from the team until they got the trade done. So yeah. we knew it was coming. Yeah. It had to because... Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with the way John Wall talked after their last game.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, and then... Uh, nobody, nobody was happy with Harden DeMarcus Cousins on that team. Uh, about, no. DeMarcus Cousins about an hour
0: ago had a availability of the media and said um, that... He was disrespecting them. Yeah, and the, the reason... Rockets. And even the reason he came to Houston was to play with John Wall and not to play with James Harden.
2: Yeah. Because, you uh, know, that team is still a good team on paper. Yeah. And uh, they did get uh, pr- played pretty badly by the Lakers in the last couple of games, but uh, they'll still likely make the playoffs. I, I mean, it's tough in the West, but it, it's like to see James Harden not even really give this team a chance. Or get, after everything that that franchise has done for him, it's kind of it, it makes me lose a lot of respect for James Harden. Wasn't
1: yeah. If I had any left already. Wasn't James Harden like behind the Russell Westbrook move? Probably. Uh, like he advocated uh, for it. Uh, the
2: that's the office. rumor. I, I I don't I don't know. <clears throat> it it sound like James Harden had uh, a lot of influence a, in be, the team's yeah, decisions. Uh, especially they, under uh who was their general manager uh before this? Morey. Daryl Morey. That's right. Um, uh, I
0: got the details. Uh, okay, what is it? This is from Shams Charania "Quote: The Nets are trading for all NBA star James Harden and sending four first-round picks and four wow. draft picks to the Rockets. Kareth Lavert, Jared Allen are being moved. Could be another team or two
2: involved." Wow. This, this is maybe the biggest trade. I can never I can remember in sports. One of the biggest trades in sports.
0: Conce- yeah, well, I mean asset wise, yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, uh,
2: well I mean like, like so Gretzky even, got traded. In terms of the Oh well, yes, of course, Gretzky and
0: Hold on what? <laughs> Brooklyn acquiring James Harden in a three way deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers, Karis Levert Dante Exum, Rodius Carux, four first round picks, uh and four Nets picks to the Rockets Jared Allen Torian Prince to the Cavs okay right so that's a whole wow. mouthful
2: Jared, oh, sorry you said Jared Allen Jared Allen Torian Prince to the Cavs yep, yep. pick up uh, there for the ca- and what did the Cavs get up give up
3: it says the Cavs 2022 first via the buck. yeah that's mentioned in there so there you go I mean Kyrie Irving has been
0: away from the team for a while and it looks like uh if anything's going to bring him back, it's playing with James Harden. He was, uh, during their game, he was, he was on a Zoom call with some people uh, from the Manhattan District Attorney uh, Office. So you think that has something to do with the, what we saw at the Capitol the other day. So he's taken some time away from basketball to, assumingly, uh, address some political things, although he hasn't come out and said that publicly yet. Uh, you think he returns the Nets now that he has some incentive to.
3: I'm just thinking of this Brooklyn starting lineup now. If, if Like, if Kyrie plays. So Kyrie, pardon. Luau Cabareau I think he's been starting for them. Yes, he has. Durant, and then DeAndre Jordan? Yeah. The Indiana Pacers are moving Victor
0: Oladipo to the Rockets for package around Karis Levert. Shamstrania. Really?
2: Right. So, Karis is L- going to. Oh my god. Caris is
0: going to the Pacers. Oladipo to the Rockets.
2: What in the world is going on? Oh my god, this what is the hell? This is what. It's a four team trade, basically. So, the Rockets now don't have a lineup of John Wall, Victor Oladipo. They're starting at Small forward, DJ Tucker, Christian Wood, and Boogie. It's a weird trio, though, that's in. Uh, Brooklyn now. Yes,
0: it is. It's a lot of isolation,
2: Ball. And it's going to be isolation like we've never seen it before. Because it's it's going to be weird to see how all those three players play together. And for a lot of time, they probably won't. You'll see James Harden uh, with his group and. Uh, at least that's what I think uh, they don't have to stagger them quite a bit always have sort of uh, one of those ISO guys on the court it'll be uh d- does this team now become better than Lakers I guess they-
3: I, I don't they're I na- they now they're now the favorites for the
0: championship I would agree with that I mean defensively we're gonna have to see how that works out especially carrying yeah. away Jared Allen but uh, yeah,
3: like yes we're definitely gonna have to see how this team plays out because to be honest you truly never know right they have to mesh well together
2: and I'm I want to see how James Harden looks with that team because lately he's looked a little unmotivated uh, with Houston so I don't know I haven't seen the. I don't think I've seen the true James Harden this year so far I mean he's had a couple pretty good games still Uh, but it's gonna be a very interesting team to watch and see how they all mesh together
0: Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Bench Talk Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Apple Music or YouTube, whatever it may be, give us a follow. Hit us up on social media at at Bench Talk Podcast. We will get back to you right away. DM us. We'll get back to you. Maybe talk about this trade that just happened. Give us your opinion on it. We want to hear it. Thank you very much for listening to the Bench Talk Podcast.